0: Om namo bhagavate vasudevaya Om namo bhagavate vasudevaya Om namo bhagavate vasudevaya Reading from the Bhagavad Gita chapter 18 entitled as conclusion the perfection of renunciation text number 61 onwards So now we are nearing the end of the bhagavad gita and with that we are also nearing the ultimate conclusion of the bhagavad gita and krishna is gradually building up and then he'll speak his most confidential and the most important instruction <coughs> text 61 ishvaraḥ sarva bhūtānāṁ arjuna tishtati Brahmayan The Supreme Lord is situated in everyone's heart, O Arjuna, and is directing the wanderings of all living entities, who are seated as on a machine made of the material energy. So Krishna is saying that we are not independent. And he as the Paramatma, the super soul, is situated in every living entity's heart, not just the human beings. And is directing everyone's wanderings and they are being moved in this world as if they are seated on a machine made of the material energy. Now that should not bring us to the conclusion that oh no matter whatever we do, wherever we go, Krishna is only taking us no. He is directing the wanderings of all living entities according to their desires. Desires are ours. The way we desire, He guides us accordingly. If somebody wants to forget Him, okay, take this intelligence, take this path. If someone wants to remember Him, He gives them that intelligence. So whichever way, uh, living entities want to act, that is their free will to desire, the Lord will guide them. So therefore we have to be very, very Uh, mindful of all our desires and that is why we need a Guru in our life who can guide us based on these scriptures. He can tell us this desire is wrong, that desire is right. Otherwise, if we keep deciding, we will take decisions based on whatever little intelligence we have. So we need that superior guidance always. And that is the first step in spiritual realization. The Lord is situated and according to our desires He guides us. He has already explained this in the 4th chapter As you approach me I reward you accordingly. So we are only responsible for the situation we are in today because we desired it at some point. Or we may not have desired distress but we desired something but we didn't know this will lead to distress. So we are here today. So our future will also depend on whatever we desire. If you want to End this cycle of birth and death, cycle of misery and go back to our original home, the spiritual world, because the soul has to go somewhere, we'll have to leave this world one day. So if we want to go back to the spiritual world, the, the world of sweetness, eternity, no more misery, old age, disease, death, then Krishna will fulfill that desire also by making the proper arrangements, guiding us accordingly. But if you want to remain stuck here and continue to suffer and thinking that the suffering is enjoyment, then we'll remain stuck here. So everything is certainly revolving around our desire. And Krishna, like a loving father, he sanctions whatever we desire. Free will is ours. Now question is, why has he given us free will then? If we can misuse it? Because wherever there is love, there is free will. And then there is that risk. Like parents also have to take that risk if they give independence to their children. Because there is love, they are helpless. And that free will could be misused also. So that's why. But then there is a reaction to that. Then Krishna again repeats this. Tameva sharanam gaccha sarvabhavena bharata tat prasadat param shantim sthanam prapsesish shashvatam Shashvatam Usayana bharata Surrender unto him utterly. Utterly surrender unto him. That Supreme Lord he has previously also mentioned by his grace only we can surpass all the obstacles of life again he says surrender unto him utterly by his grace you will attain transcendental peace and supreme and eternal abode so only by Krishna's grace we can achieve supreme transcendental peace and his eternal kingdom after we leave this world and that is eternal peace there's no anxiety over there so we can get best of both the worlds if we surrender to the lord and this is the conclusion of the gita which krishna is going to again repeat in a very very emphatic manner he's just now beginning to nudge arjuna to come out of his comfort zone and through him he's telling all of us by his grace everything is not dependent on our efforts If everything was so, then we could have been successful in everything that we try to do. But we have to have his grace also to succeed, to overcome all the obstacles of life. Therefore, we have to surrender. Surrender means I am completely at your mercy, my Lord. Imagine when the enemy tells the enemy soldier, surrender. That means the hands are raised, whatever you say I will do, I am completely at your mercy grace at your mercy at your feet you tell me go right I'll go right you tell me go left I'll go left so that is the kind of attitude we have to have in front of the Lord just say my dear Lord I surrender unto you now you take care you take control of my life and then his grace comes and then we achieve transcendental peace text 63 Itite te jnana makhyatam gohiat maya now why is Krishna asking us to surrender? Uh, because we may not know but He knows when we approach Him we will be free from all kinds of fear, anxiety and worry. And if you say I don't want to surrender but anyways we surrender. We surrender to our uh, friends whom we think who can help us in times of trials and tribulations. We surrender to our mind. We surrender to bad habits. We surrender to uh, suicide but why not then try krishna surrendering to krishna you will only lose bondage frustration and suffering and therefore krishna says in text 63 thus arjuna i have explained to you knowledge still more confidential that means this is the most confidential part surrender sharanagati Why people refuse to surrender false ego? Plus many, they have a very bad experience of surrender in this world. Oh, if you surrender to your husband, your wife, it might be followed by exploitation. If you surrender to your boss, there must be exploitation taken for granted. But surrender in the spiritual realm has a very different meaning. It is very liberating. In the material world, it is binding. In the spiritual realm, it is liberating. It is very Peace giving. It is very peaceful. It frees us. It doesn't bind us. It frees us from all types of bondage, frustration and suffering. All kinds of shackles. And then we become very, very blissful. Because as long as we are bound, we can't be happy. So surrender frees us from the bondage and makes us really happy. We become actually independent. As long as we try to remain independent of God, we will remain dependent on the laws of nature. But as soon as we become dependent on the Lord, dependent on Krishna for His mercy, we become independent of every other law. The law of karma also ceases to exist on those people who have surrendered to Krishna, who have taken shelter of Krishna, let us put it this way. Those who take shelter, those who seek His grace, His help. And therefore Krishna says, I have explained to you the knowledge which is even more confidential. Deliberate on this fully. He's not saying just blindly accept it. He says, analyze it. Deliberate it on it fully. And then do what you wish to do. That goes to show that Krishna does not impose anything on anyone. He has given this knowledge. He wants to deliberate upon it fully. He wants us to introspect, contemplate. And then he says, take your decision. So Gita is a book of choices, not impositions. Again, as I said, the free will is again left with us. Krishna will explain, his devotees, saints will explain, the scriptures will explain various paths and the results associated with them, the advantages, disadvantages then because free will is ours, the choice is left with us and therefore we are also held responsible for the choices we make. But how to make the right choices based on the scriptures because that's what we are judged for the and uh, <coughs> on the basis of scriptures, they are the law books, we need to be guided by a Guru. A Guru is the one who guides us based on the Shastra, the word of God. The only duty of the Guru is to repeat the word of God from the Shastra. And that way we can be properly guided. So Krishna says, So Guru will also come and tell us, the saints will come and tell us various things and then they'll leave the choice to us. You know, do as you like and then enjoy or suffer. It's up to us. So we are held responsible for the choices we make. Now Krishna says, I have explained to you very confidential, even more confidential knowledge. If you remember chapter 9, 10 also. But now Krishna says, now I'm going to explain you the Supreme Instruction. He says, text 64. Because you are my very dear friend, I'm speaking to you my Supreme Instruction the most confidential knowledge of all hear this from me for it is for your benefit and krishna is also speaking through arjuna to all of us and he is making it very clear he is revealing the supreme instruction to arjuna because he is very dear friend or a devotee and what is his supreme instruction which is for our benefit and it is most confidential. Not everybody comes to, even the great yogis, munis don't know that this is what they have to do. Therefore, they are stuck trying to acquire mystic siddhis, trying to follow jnana, karma, these paths. But what is the ultimate and is the easiest? Text 65 Krishna says mad-bhakto Madhyaji mam Namaskuru Maam Te always think of me become my devotee worship me and offer your homage unto me thus you will come to me without fail I promise you this because you are my very dear friend again he is saying because you are very dear friend of mine so we have to have that friendly attitude towards God that means favorable attitude we should not be narrow minded we should be willing to accept the Lord as our well-wisher and when we have that bhava, that intention the Lord will reveal the supreme secrets to us. And we ourselves see, we don't reveal our secrets to just like anyone unless the person is close to us. And the Lord also reveals the supreme instruction, the supreme knowledge only those to only those individuals who are devoted to Him. Uh, Therefore so many people read scriptures but they may never come to the conclusion they may derive their own conclusion but the ultimate knowledge is revealed uh, from within the heart only to those who are devoted to Krishna who have that friendly attitude towards him who are not inimical, who are not envious the Lord wants to keep himself away from such people based on their attitude as we approach him he rewards us accordingly and uh, in this way Krishna says if you have any other thoughts in mind now this is the ultimate instruction again he's repeating text number 66 the last instruction and the most important one in a very emphatic manner he's saying text 66 sarva māmekam ahaṁ tvāṁ sarva pāpebhyo moksha mā abandon all varieties of religion and just surrender unto me I shall deliver you from all sinful reactions. Do not fear. So in the previous verse Krishna told us what to do. Manmanabho, Become my devotee. Think of me. Worship and offer your homage unto me. And in this way he is saying, You surrender unto me. Again, the main instruction. This is the way to surrender. If you have been wondering how to surrender, always think of Krishna. Become his devotee. Worship him and offer our homage unto him. Offer our obeisances unto Him and in this way Krishna says you forget everything else just do it for me Sarva parityajya means give up all other obligations so-called duties that you have uh, uh, Manufactured other types of dharmas that you have manufactured just do one thing you take my shelter Sharanam Braja Then what will happen if we take shelter of Krishna By becoming his devotee, chanting his names, These are different ways of surrender. Worshipping him, offering our pranams to him. These are the ways to surrender. So what will happen, Krishna says, if you do this, if you become my devotee, think of me, chant my name, worship me. I shall deliver you from all sinful reactions. Do not fear. What is our goal ultimately in life? To be happy. What stops us from becoming happy? Problems. Why do problems occur? Because of our past sinful reactions, karmas. Krishna says, I shall deliver you from all sinful reactions. Do not fear. Do not worry. Indirectly what he's trying to say, I shall make you happy. So shelter or surrender to Krishna by becoming his devotee, chanting his names regularly on daily basis, hearing and studying his words in the Gita, Bhagavatam, hearing about him from uh, Puranas, especially Bhagavad Purana, that is enough Srimad Bhagavatam, worshipping is deity form associating with devotees, serving as per our capacity, under the guidance of the Guru. In this way, if we take shelter of Krishna, taking shelter of Krishna means taking shelter of the process, surrendering to Krishna means surrendering to the process of Krishna Consciousness by engaging in the activities which we just mentioned. And if you do that, Krishna will free us from all sinful reactions. That means the root causes of distress, anxiety will be gone and then we will become happy. The problems, the root cause of problems is past karma that will be destroyed by Krishna. Many people think, oh no, karma hai, we have to go through, now. how can the karma be destroyed? No, you and I cannot destroy, but Krishna can. Just like a person is sentenced for 20 years in prison but the president of the country has the power so he can pardon him seeing his good behavior if he starts cooperating with the government he may be released in 5 years 10 years so if the ordinary head of a state can have uh, such power what to speak of the original head of the entire creation the president is a powerful personality but compared to god so god can also have such power to pardon anyone who begins to cooperate with his laws the biggest law is that we turn to him we seek his shelter we engage in his devotional service which is our real position because we are eternally related to him and then krishna will take care of us he'll finish our karma off and then we'll be happy and krishna says this part of shelter surrender should never be explained to some unqualified people who are they Text 67. It says, This confidential knowledge may never be explained to those who are not austere or devoted or engaged in devotional service, not to one who is envious of me. Why is Krishna saying this? Because they will not understand, rather, they will uh, commit further offences so you need to be little qualified to understand this knowledge otherwise people end up committing offences and that way they implicate themselves more and more in the laws of karma and that that way they go more and more away from God if they commit offences so we never explain and then what happens if we explain this to devotees devotees are the or those who have a favourable attitude are the right candidates what happens if we explain this secret to others Ye idam paramam guhiyam mad bhakteshwa bhaktim mai param For one who explains this supreme secret to the devotees, pure devotional service is guaranteed and at the end he will come back to me. So if we can start, now we have been hearing this podcast since a few months. Now we have been hearing but if we also start sharing it with others either sharing the audios or sharing what we, have, whatever we have learnt with others, with family members, friends society, wherever we can then pure devotional service pure love for Krishna is guaranteed and after we leave this world which we have to eventually one day we will go back to his abode and then Krishna says what, uh, how much he loves the person who shares this knowledge with others text 69 There is no servant in this world more dear to me than he nor will there there ever be one more dear than the one who shares this message with others. Krishna says that person is most dear to me. There is no one more dear to me than that person. There will never ever be one more dearer than that person this has to be kept in mind if you want to become dear to the Lord the instant way to attract his attention is to try to share his message with others or try to connect others with him it could be done by sharing what we have learned it could be done by distributing books like this is the month of Gita Jayanti, we can try and distribute Bhagavad Gita's to our friends family society this whole month is the Gita Jayanti Marathon. Gita Jayanti is on 3rd of uh, December. But the whole month the celebration goes on. We can distribute the Gita. And especially if we think we have been benefited a little bit. We can sh- try and share this with others. And then by inviting people to a Gita class. Or connecting them whichever way. Or giving them Prasad. Inviting them to the temple. Or facilitating uh devotees who are actually doing it so that way also we become very dear to the lord anyone who helps helps directly indirectly in sharing this message with others becomes very very dear to the lord instantly so this way krishna is uh, now coming to the conclusion and uh, the ultimate instruction has been spoken now the last few things we shall discuss in the next podcast and that way we can and our Gita study the sacred journey of uh, the Bhagavad Gita. Text number seventy I'll complete once Dharmyam Sambadam Te And I declare that he who studies this sacred conversation of ours worships me by his intelligence so simply studying this Bhagavad Gita or hearing this Bhagavad Gita is also a way of worshipping Krishna which is one of his instructions that we should surrender to him by worshipping him but this is a worship by our intelligence because our intelligence is involved the Lord can be worshipped with our mind, with our words, with our body and our intelligence as well and the worship of the Lord by intelligence means we study the words of the scriptures and that way we try to understand His glory, His name, fame, qualities, pastimes. And then text 71, what happens to those who are hearing this knowledge? Like all of you have been hearing this podcast. What is the benefit you are going to achieve? Shaddhavan <speaking in foreign language> And one who listens with faith and without envy becomes free from sinful reactions and attains to the auspicious planets where the pious dwell. The kind of the amount of piety, the amount of spiritual credits that you have acquired simply by listening to the message of the Gita are immense. And therefore a higher destination to everyone who has heard the message is guaranteed where the greatest living beings live. So this is the glory of the Bhagavad Gita. It destroys sinful reactions and we become qualified to ascend to the highest destinations. Higher destinations are the highest destination. Thank you very much. We stop at text number 71 and we'll finish the uh, last few verses in the next one which is going to be on the day of Gita Jiyanti. That is Saturday, 3rd December 2022. Thank you very much. Hare Krishna.